addressed the state and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, folks. Sorry about that. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always uh, listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in. With We do the live stream on Facebook. So you just find my page and you can find the live stream. And folks, you can, in fact, uh, be part of it. And so please uh, join us on, in fact, um, on Facebook. And then, of course, you can always listen on the website, which is depetro.com. And don't forget, uh, you can always listen. If you miss any portion of the show, you could always then uh, listen uh, at the website, depetro.com. Either click listen live or then click on the radio show. This portion of the program on this Friday is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Stop it and see them. You know, they're open seven days a week. They're having a, a tremendous season, and I'm not surprised. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. You can shop local folks. It's PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center, where they have the most delicious farm fresh corn and farm fresh produce they carry zucchini yellow squash green peppers cucumbers plus everything to make your landscaping look look as beautiful as possible it's pr landscape materials and garden center look for them on facebook i want to mention they uh update their facebook page quite a bit i often will um share it as a matter of fact just to make sure that people keep up with everything and with the amount of rain that we've had it's uh, certainly an opportunity that you're, I, I know so many people, I mean, when's the last time this late into the season in August where you, the lawns aren't even burnt? Uh, September, October, still great months for your landscaping. And so folks, stop in and see them. Everything to spruce up your parties. They have nice gifts. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Stop off and see them. Well, folks, we have made it to Friday. And, you know, if you heard last hour, I mean, this is um, this is a difficult situation that the, the country is in. I wanted to play and replay President Biden's speech last hour. I wanted to play it. A lot of people didn't see it. Or in today's day and age, a lot of times, if even if people see it, they just see clips of it. Few people, you sit and listen. You know what I heard in listening to that speech and what they're really focusing on is that moment where Pete Ducey of Fox News is trying to pin him down on something. And President Biden grips the podium and just puts his head down like in defeat. Uh, Bad look for a president. But. You know, what you heard at this point is, and it's it's unfortunate, obviously, but we, we have a president who seemingly is, listen, it is what it is. He's just going through the motions. He is absolutely at this point. Someone wrote that speech for him. And I also want to, um, now, if you're wondering the latest on Governor McKee, go to the website, petro.com. His his uh, chief of staff, Tony Silva, is under the gun. And I'm telling you, this could end up in, I am saying right now, at 10 minutes past 12 on this Friday, 
this could end up being criminal charges. I repeat, this could end up being criminal charges. I don't think the governor understands the extent of it. I think if he did, he would have cut him loose. Silva may feel it's like uh, his word against other people. I am telling you, state police attorney general are taking this very, very seriously. This certainly seems like he used the position of chief of staff for Governor McKee for a form of extortion. You can read the latest. We'll have more updates on it on the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, dipetro.com, which is part of a sole source restoration. Folks, for storm damage, water damage, fire, smoke, sole source, S-O-L-E, sole source restoration. You can find them. There's a direct link right on the website at dipetro.com, 401-712. 2700 401 712 2700 it's soul source s-o-l-e soul source restoration um but before i get into more of the news of the day in the situation i i often feel folks at at times when you're in my position and people are putting out conspiracies or falsehoods hear me out and i will give you the latest on what's going on in afghanistan but I have two options. I could ignore it, and many times then the person just continues with this false falsehood, or I could, in fact, you know, try to explain it and address it. And I never like to try to, you know, I don't like people. I'm not trying to browbeat anyone. Um, I think I gave, last night anyway, when I was doing One After Dark, I was giving the example of why Mayor Fung is not running for governor. Mayor Fung can't run for governor. And I see people that just put Fung for governor. No, he's run twice and lost. People say, well, so what? Well, who's going to donate to him? Folks, it's all a matter of whether or not people will donate to you. If you want to be governor, whether you're a Republican or any party, you need to be able to raise $1.5 million. And then with the matching funds, you'll have $3 million. All right, maybe a million. But you have to be able to raise that kind of money. I want to repeat many of the people saying this. I'm not talking about people that give him $25. I'm not talking about people that give him $100. And this is nothing against Mayor Fung. I voted for him twice, but he has run and lost twice. He's not running for governor. He needs to win an election. You can't just keep running and losing. So these people, Fung for governor. No, he's not running. That's not even a consideration. I don't know what who the answer is. On the Republican side, mind you. But but he's definitely not running for governor. I'm not saying he's not running for an office. But he needs to, and I like Mayor Fung. I've supported Mayor Fung. I enjoy a very nice relationship with former Cranston Mayor Ellen Fung. But he's not running for governor. He can't run for governor. Someone said, well, Bruce Sundland ran three times. So did Mirth York. Well, they funded their own campaigns. That is true. Bruce Sundland ran for governor. 86 88, he won in 90 against Governor Dupreet. He funded his own campaigns. Mirth York, that's true. She ran for governor in 94, lost to Link Alman. 98, lost against Link Alman. 2002, lost to Governor Don Kachiri. She funded her own campaigns. Mayor Fung is, <clears throat> I'm sure he's making money, but he doesn't have that kind of ability. Bruce Sunland could, boom, slap down. One million of his own money or whatever it may be. Mirth York was the same way. So now, and I want to just, and I don't want to get too off track because I do want to tell you the latest on Afghanistan. But 
Someone made a comment last night. They're just teeing up getting ready to hand off to Kamala Harris. Now, this is not the first time I've seen that. But I will just very briefly address it. You know, I started seeing, and many people that put stuff out, I get it that, like, they never called on it. There were people that were saying, by May, she'll be president. Well, now we're August. But they're lining things up for Kamala Harris, the vice president, to take over. Let me look at that for a moment. So, in other words, Jill Biden, you don't think she likes being the first lady. You don't think the Bidens enjoy traveling on Air Force One. They were vice president for eight years under Obama. So, in other words, you don't think they like living in the White House. Joe Biden's staff, they control the White House. They control the Oval Office. You don't think they like that. They're ready to give that up. Let's talk about power, how intoxicating power is, how difficult it is to win a presidential election. If you don't think it's difficult to win a presidential election, ask President Trump how difficult it is to win Ballots counted. You're proclaimed the winner. These people, well, he did win. Proclaim the winner of the presidential election. Let's just step back for a moment. Tony Silva, former Cumberland chief, absolutely intoxicated, drunk on power as chief of staff of McKee, tries to ram through this Canning Street land deal in Cumberland. That's just chief of staff of the governor of Rhode Island. Do you know what it would be like? Where you control the Oval Office? You're the chief of staff for the president of the United States? You don't think the Bidens enjoy having friends and family over to the White House, staying overnight in the White House? They're just ready to be kicked to the side for Kamala Harris? Folks, not happening. I don't know where people come up with this. They're just lining it up for Kamala Harris. Absolutely not. No, I've said in the past... President Biden, he could be deceased for months and we wouldn't know it. Does Jill Biden not seem to be enjoying being first lady? Do you know what it's like to travel the world or all over the country as first lady? Watch, you know what it's like, never mind as president? Everywhere you land, they close the roads, you zoom in. You are the center of attention. They're not giving that up to her. Kamala Harris just fit the profile with what they wanted, which was a female VP. And then because of the nature of the protests of last summer, a person of color. They're not handing that over to her. Why would they hand it over to her? He's going to run again if he's still alive. What? Absolutely not. So I just feel a need to address that, this whole business. They're ready to hand. They're not handing anything over. Do you have any clue what it's like for those people, their life? Listen, once the people, they leave the White House, it takes a while to, like, come down and decompress. And you have to adjust and former presidents talk about, like, there's a a feeling of depression that takes over because you are used to when you take off on Air Force One or Marine One and land. And every time you walk into the room, they play hail to the chief. And and again, the president on the highway, there's not another car there and the road's closed. And anyone you invite comes into the White House and you think they're going to give that up?
to Kamala? Absolutely not. So enough of the delusion. These people, she's going to be taking over by May. Well, now we're at August. I am telling you the Bidens will be in the White House to put up the Christmas tree. They are not going willingly. I'm not saying based on what happened. I'm not saying that he is competent. I don't think he is. I think he was just reading that speech last night. At this point, they try to manage him to just go out and read speeches. That's what I believe. Do I think he's fully engaged? No. And I think when he was having the discussions on Afghanistan and pulling out, it's like dealing with someone who's tired, who's older, who gets easily distracted, who can then be persuaded by certain people behind the scenes, probably Ron Klain and Joe Biden. And now... You know, even now today, you have Governor McKee and Secretary Raimondo and Senator Reid and our Congress. They're all condemning the attack, but none of them are saying, gee, maybe President Biden shouldn't be the president. So so I just that that business watching and I wanted people to hear that speech at this point. He is just reading the teleprompter and I think they're even working it out to give him questions in real time. I think that is the biggest thing they're working on. And then he gets distracted and they're just I think they are manipulating him to even just answer certain things for the questions that are being asked. Do I I think he's being handled that much? I do. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday is brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Listen, we had the storm. We have a lot of heat. We have a lot of humidity. The green stuff is just growing. One of the best things was last Friday, Jamie came to my home. He power washed that deck, folks. It looks brand new. Do it for yourself, for your property, uh, your patio, your deck, the side of a building, house, garage, walkway, fence. Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. 401-837-4545. Deck staining, power washing. Just fantastic. Website is jamiespowerwash.com, and you can call them at 401-837-4545. Now, uh, again, folks, remember, you can always visit the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. A great meal is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Pop it and see them, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Great food, big bar, something on the menu for everyone, the Coesed Inn. Now, I want to be very clear. The, the situation in Afghanistan, I mean, yesterday is just a dark day. And as I was reading, you know, the Wall Street Journal editorial, the Kabul airport massacre, we're not even at the right airport. I mean, they're beyond mishandling this whole thing. 13 Americans have died. Uh, this is the beginning of the problems, by the way. President Biden's decisions have now really endangered the entire world. And even to the scope that this part of it, that it's almost like it's frightening folks to even get into a little bit. I'm going to get into the sound. There was a Pentagon briefing earlier. But as they wrote, the jihadist attack in the Kabul airport that everyone feared, it did finally happen. 13 American soldiers killed, wounding 15. Folks, you hit, listen to some of the reports. There was just a feeling. Can you imagine how frightened they must have been? There's that scene in the film Platoon. Right where you have Tom Berenger and then his right hand guy who was later in Wall Street with with um, Charlie Sheen, the guy that's like, I'm offering you Nixon chicks. He's saying, hey, 
I got a bad feeling about tonight. And he wants to go on like a three-day uh, getaway. And then Berenger says, no way. Uh, he ends up hiding behind some bodies, and then he's, he's alive. But um, we're, we're reading, and just how frightening that must have been. They knew something was up, and they are following orders and staying right where they're supposed to be. Um, he didn't duck responsibility, but he, he can't duck responsibility, I should say, for the failure to provide enough force. ISIS and Afghanistan claim responsibility. Now, you know, the Taliban was supposed to provide security outside the airport perimeter. And they failed if they tried at all. You know, this does sound, even at this point, ludicrous when you think about it, that we are actually depending on the Taliban. We're depending on the Taliban to... Um, to provide a safe haven. I mean, that just shows just how bad this is. Let's go to some of the sound. This is Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby. Can't say how the Biden administration will evacuate Americans from Afghanistan after August 31st. This is, folks, violating, you know, the, the big oath of leave no man behind or woman in that case. Said, we're going to be in a circumstance where I believe... Numerous opportunities will continue to provide access for additional persons to get out of Afghanistan. This is after the 31st. He said either through means that we provide or are provided through in cooperation with the Taliban. Can you give me a sense of the planning you're doing uh, to take that direction to heart? And what are the military implications of the president's desire for still removing people after the 31st? Will there be continued talks with the Taliban, uh, uh, staging a force in the region to get more people out, et cetera? Yeah, uh, Tony, um, I think my colleague at the White House and at the State Department have addressed this uh, question before. I mean, we, um, uh, the interagency, the, the U.S. government will pursue a variety of, uh, of ways to help uh, any uh, Americans who want to get out after our military presence at the airport has ended uh, to be able to help them uh, get out and it's uh, while afghanistan is a unique case it's, it's not completely separated from the larger effort that the united states government uh, pursues all over the world when uh, when we uh, when we know that uh, Americans are at special risk. We uh, we do what we can to get them out, and that doesn't necessarily involve uh, the United States military. So I, I I'm not gonna. Uh, I certainly wouldn't speculate one way or another about uh, what what's going to happen uh, after this particular mission ends. Uh, but I would not envision uh, a significant military role uh, in that. You know, this is, um, folks. It's so distressing to hear. Because like so many of you, it, um, let alone as we're getting closer to the anniversary of September 11th, but I mean it. We, we, all right, I'm going to make the point. You know, the country did let its guard down in the 90s under President Clinton as Osama bin Laden. Basically, the way he could recruit was to say the Americans are paper tigers. If you hit them, they won't fight. They run away. That's what happened with Black Hawk Down. That's what happened with Mogadishu. And then when we did have the attacks on our embassies in 1996, in 1996, when we had that happen in Kenya and Tanzania, and then the USS Cole. 
the country was so far away with what was going on with Osama bin Laden that the USS Cole was struck. And then it was either that night or the next night was the debate between then Vice President Al Gore and Texas Governor George W. Bush. And the subject didn't even come up. Do you remember the whole thing was like on the the Gore lockbox? But what was so painful after September 11th was we realized we let our guard down. The country did. We allowed them to fester. All the recruiting that took place. And then as we went into Afghanistan and then eventually we went into Iraq, but especially into Afghanistan, you know, the country made a strong statement that we weren't going to allow that to happen again. And yet here we are. Folks, right now at 1226 on this Friday, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, listen, what are you doing right now? Right now. I bet you're hungry for some lunch. How does this sound? Sausage and pepper, eggplant, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open right now until 2 o'clock. Pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, chocolate-covered donuts. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Find them on Facebook. Easy to get to. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Just plug it in to your GPS and it's safe. It's off the beaten path. It's off Silver Spring Street. It's right near AAA in Providence. You don't have to be worried. There's no shenanigans around there. There's no degenerates. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Delicious food made famous by those Trump chocolate covered donuts. Ron and Melissa Listen, they're back. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And remember, they give a special discount, free coffee for first responders, police, and our military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, speaking of police, is brought to you by State Towing Service. Auto sales and repair, 24-hour towing, 3 Valley Street in Providence. Call them, 401-331-0925. Remember, they back the blue. It's State Towing Service. Auto sales and repair. 24-hour towing, if you are a landlord, have some deadbeats that are invading your property, contact them. State Towing Service, auto sales or repair. Folks, and then you, you look at just where the country has gotten, right, after last year with the defund the police and the police are evil. And, and think of last, you know, Ali's Donuts. Remember Matt? No longer offering discounts to military and police. The, the Democrat Party has allowed police, first responders, military to be vilified. They've allowed it. It's a whole attitude. You know, and even this past spring, when Israel was under attack, Black Lives Matter, or Black Lives Matter, as they say, they were all siding with the Arabs. They were siding with the Palestinians, with the terrorists. How do you ever, here's my question for you at 1229. How do you ever justify siding with the people that convince people to strap on a suicide vest and kill innocent people? I, I, I just can never wrap my head around that. And as someone that I've traveled, as some of you know, to Israel, I spent over two weeks there. You know, they, they show you we're in the West West Bank, they actually have a museum, if if you will, of the terrorists, where they they honor 
the those Palestinians, Arabs, that have worn the suicide vest and they have the photos of them up in there as they're giving their video, that then they also pay off the family and so forth. I mean, it's it's a sick mentality. <sighs> New urgency to airlift from Kabul after blast kills 170. 170. Special Forces Vets launch own mission. Trapped our lie. We will will never regret it. How about Leon Panetta? U.S. troops will need to return for combat. The Biden nightmare. On alert for more attacks. Folks, there's no guarantee there aren't going to be more attacks. Um... You know, I like this headline, Sliwa mayoral candidacy, radical shift in New York City politics. Good for Curtis. The mayoral candidate with a mouth that roars. Curtis Sliwa expects his opponent to paint him as a racist, sexist, homophobic, but he's ready to strike back. Very happy for him. He may win this mayoral race in New York just yet. But folks, again, you know, it all goes hand in hand. The people that have been encouraging the defund the police, Black Lives Matter, they're anti-military. They're anti, let me just, they're anti-U.S. You know, the same people that hate the country, that hate the flag, that hate our police, hate our military. It all blends in together. You can't be on both sides of this thing. But the Pentagon, this, this is uncomfortable. This is the Pentagon we're talking about. You think what it was like when Rumsfeld took to the Pentagon. And now, you know, this is a good question. They can't even rule out the Taliban's involvement with the bombing. We hear that sound. It's a good question. Say with such certainty, and how can General McKenzie say with such certainty that the Taliban were not involved in this suicide bombing? I understand that you're reliant on them for protection around the airport, but are you... Ruling out them being involved because you're so dependent on the Taliban right yes. now. See, I didn't hear General McKenzie Good put it question. that way, Jen. In fact, I think in, uh, Good uh, question. in one of the questions he got, and wow. I think it was Idris's, you know, he said, Idris asked, was there a failure? And the general said, of course, there was a failure somewhere, obviously. Um, and he even alluded to the fact that it, it could have been um, at a, a Taliban huh. checkpoint. Uh, wow. so I don't, we've, we've not been certain about that at all. Huh. There will be an investigation. We'll try to learn as much as we can about what happened. And I really Taliban waved through the suicide bomber. Folks, is this the United States that we're talking about? Right now at 1232, good afternoon. It's Juan, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Like many of you, you get, you just get a sick feeling in your stomach. You get an ache. Like, I can't believe who is in charge of this. President Biden is clearly, that's not being mean. He's clearly not up to the task. And, 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 And I'll tell you, it's times like this that I believe it's so frustrating that we don't have proper representation in the state. You know, Congressman Cicilline is useless. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse is useless. Congressman Langevin is useless. Governor McKee, well, we're following the guidance from President Biden. Like, what? If there's a fire in a building and Biden said, follow me, I'm running in the opposite direction. 
Folks, this portion of the program, now listen, if you're warm on this Friday and it is hot out and it's going to be a lot of humidity. And folks, this goes till the end of September. R.E. Coogan and Heating, call Coogie. Also, by the way, he's a veteran, 401-732-6562, 24-hour emergency service. R.E., it's Coogan, it's heating, it's plumbing, it's cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable, residential services. As he says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Right now, if you're having a plumbing problem, call R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401 732-6562. If you're having a cooling problem, call R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and the website is recooganheating.com. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Friday is brought to you by the Centerdale Revival. Now, you can link right through at the website, dipietro.com, comfort food and cocktails, Stop it and see them. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane and his crew do a great job. They're waiting for you at the Centerdale Revival. I want to play um, some more sound just because, folks, the situation is just, it's going, unfortunately, and I hate to say it, but it's just, it's going from from bad to worse. Uh, I just want to read some, um, let's see, um... Biden told me the military concluded the Bagram airport was not much value, was much wiser to focus on Kabul. And I followed that recommendation. I, um, well, you know, as President Trump was saying, it, and I hate even saying this, but it just, it sounds like we're at the wrong airport. It, it sounds like we're at the wrong airport. It sounds like, like they're in, in Quonset. And, and they should be at TF Green. Um, I mean, now they're saying 170 Afghans were killed, 200 wounded. Think of that. How is this possible? I want to hear this. This is, a, a, I believe, an update from ABC News. So it's the, the attack was much more than we first thought. And it is complete chaos. And it is a black eye to the United States. And folks, this type of stuff emboldens the enemy. They want to destroy us. Listen to this. Martha Rives this morning. Good morning to you, Martha. And we just heard President Biden there vow to hunt down those responsible for yesterday's attack. So first, do we have any indication of what his plan is to do that? And how is the administration handling the threat of even more attacks there in Afghanistan? Well, Amy, the president has ordered commanders to develop plans to strike ISIS assets, leaderships, facilities, but first they have to be certain where they are. Uh. We've had a vast network of intelligence in Afghanistan for 20 years, along with the military president presence, but as of Tuesday, the military, of course, will be gone, and the intelligence gathering on the ground was already reduced when U.S. forces, the ones actually deployed to the country, not those on temporary mission, were withdrawn in July, so the U.S. will be conducting this so-called over-the-horizon watch, meaning our U.S. forces and intelligence operations will be based nearby, uh. not in Afghanistan. But clearly the U.S. knew the wave of suicide bombings was possible, even with the reduced presence in the country. But that was also because the Taliban considers ISIS an enemy as well, and we're cooperating 
in terms of sharing information. They still are, but that threat remains. Amy. All right, Martha Rodas, we appreciate it. Again, you know, considers them the enemy, but let's be very clear. We're the real enemy, right? The United States is the real enemy. They, they may pretend that they don't get along and they're fighting, but let, let's put this in perspective of who the real enemy is here. And it's the United States and our troops and our presence. Let me hear that reporter that ABC has, uh, Ian uh, Peril. Boy, this guy is absolutely fantastic. Um, they made him leave, by the way. He was there, and then they made him go to Qatar. But I just want to hear his um, latest report. Again, he's been on the ground and been right on the money on this stuff in a, in a big, big way. Uh, far, I would say far more than a lot of the rest of the media. Of the many, but the sacrifice of the few, Afghans and Americans united in grief. And as you say, although Afghans have seen many days like this, this was the worst single attack in the U.S. force history in the country in over 10 years. This morning, U.S. evacuation flights resuming as American and allied forces are on high alert for another possible terrorist attack. We believe it is their desire to continue those attacks, and we Uh. expect those attacks to continue. And we're doing everything we can to be prepared for those attacks. The warning coming as President Biden vows to hunt down the terrorists who killed 13 American service members, wounding 18 others. The Associated Press reporting this morning that as many as 95 Afghans may be dead and more than 100 wounded. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. ISIS-K, the branch of ISIS in Afghanistan, saying it carried out the attack. Two suicide bombings and gunfire leaving carnage and bloodshed at the gates to Kabul airport. One bomber detonating his explosive device as Marines search civilians at Abbey Gate, one of the main entrances to the airport. Another then detonating a bomb near the Baron Hotel, just 200 yards away. Bloodied victims rushed to the hospital by any means available. Ten Marines, one Navy medic, one Army soldier, and one other service member killed. These American service members who gave their lives, it's an overused word, but it's totally appropriate here, were heroes. Heroes who've been engaged in a dangerous, selfless mission to save the lives of others. You know, folks, that he someone is writing all the maybe the right things. But right now, right now in real time at 1240 on this Friday. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, right now they are expecting another imminent attack. This portion of the program is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Listen, they provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. They offer free estimates. Any project, J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is J. Perry Paving.com. 
Remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving has your back. Licensed and insured contracting company. And remember, it's uh, explore the benefits of asphalt paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. J. Perry Paving. And on top of that, remember, they are the best when it comes to veterans. If you're listing right now at 1242 on this Friday and you're a veteran or you're related to a veteran, or you know of a veteran, once a month, or even I think even more than that, they do a drawing and they give a veteran basically a free driveway, paved. And that makes a big difference with your home. So contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730. Folks, it's J. Perry Paving. All right, we have... Um, more sound and there's also you know this story sounds like i i was kind of thinking that this stuff even has the potential for a um for like a movie uh but let me just read retired navy seville commander seal team six members on the pledge to strike back i'm going to get to that but u.s special operation vets carried out daring mission to save afghan allies 500 smuggled into the Kabul airport on Wednesday night in complex heart-bounding up by Americans determined not to leave their comrades behind. So I think I have sound on this. And folks, this um, th- this uh, truly is remarkable. And again, it shows the will of the United States, the power of the United States, the commitment of the United States. And this, to me, is the real heart and soul of our country and our military. Let me just... Um, Hear this. Uh, this is starting to make the rounds. I'm hearing about scope this. of the American loss. We learned just as we came on the air tonight that another service member has died. As I said off the top, 13 U.S. service members ah. killed in this attack. And we took note today what the general said, how he described what these service members were tasked with doing right at the airport gate in this dangerous mission, their bravery, their risk, and now their families back home forever ah. changed. Here's our chief global affairs correspondent, Martha Raddatz. It is the deadliest attack on U.S. forces in Afghanistan in a decade. And now the families of American service members will get that knock on the door. An officer there to deliver the worst possible news. Ah. The Marines and the Navy medic killed today. We're guarding the airport in Kabul, screening each and every person who went in. More than 104,000 men, women, and children checked for weapons. This is close-up work. The breath of the person you are searching is upon you. While we have overwatch in place, we still have to touch the clothes of the person that's coming in. I think you all can appreciate the courage and the dedication that is necessary to do this job and to do it time after time. For days, nearly 6,000 American troops have worked tirelessly to evacuate U.S. citizens and their Afghan allies. After the airport was overrun, desperate Afghans swarming the runways. The Marines restored order, securing the perimeter and facilitating one of the largest airlifts in history. Brave men and women consoling traumatized families around the clock, but also becoming a prime terrorist target, the threat growing by the hour. They're a part of the bravest, most capable, the most selfless military on the face of the earth. And they're part of simply what I call the backbone of America. They're the spine of America. 
the best the country has to offer. When I traveled to Afghanistan, American military leaders warned of the danger ahead as U.S. troops prepared to leave. Now it has come to pass. The general in charge preparing the nation for more attacks, more American deaths, and the mission is not nearly over yet. Ah. So Martha Raddus back with us tonight as well. And Martha, we know this mission continues until August 31st. The president saying uh, we will get all Americans and Afghans who helped us out, everyone possible in the time allotted. That was slightly different from what we've heard from him before. Uh, a clear reference to time uh, running out here. And after these attacks and the U.S. service members lost, the president now asking commanders for a plan to retaliate. He certainly is, David. And he says they believe they know where the ISIS leaders are. The president saying we will respond with force and precision at the time and place we choose. David? You know, folks, again, that is um, good afternoon, everyone. It's 1246. It's Sean DePietro. It is uh, you just feel terrible. Um, you just feel terrible for the American men and women, our service people over there. They are. They are under President Biden is the commander in chief. He is the one running the show. And I just, you know, you wonder just how terrifying it is that they don't have a good feeling on on what's taking place. They don't have a good feeling on with what's happening. I mean, 170 people were killed. And when you hear just not only that, but the, what, what still can't be ignored with the loss of life is also just how much equipment we're leaving behind. You know, they're going to have full airports. Um, all right. I'm going to have um, President Biden. He, he spoke just a short time ago. I'm going to. This whole business of him now, I'm not, I'm not going to take any questions. Um, and, and that's where you heard him with the, we're going to hunt them down and everything. But um, uh, it, it, it's just we, how much longer. I, this, this is, there's just nothing good about this at all. All right, I want to play. President Biden spoke. Folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Spoke just um, moments ago. I'm going to pull it up for you right now. And we're going to have President Biden speaking, uh, as I said, just moments ago, not taking any questions. Um, I I don't know. Like at this point, it just seems to become. All right, let's listen. This is um, the president just uh, moments ago. He's got the mask on. Welcome, folks. It's a delight to have the Prime Minister here. I know uh, there's going to be, uh, we're going to talk about our relationship, which is strong as can be, but I know you're going to want to know what's happened this morning in terms of my meetings with our, my national security team. Let me begin by once again acknowledging the bravery and the sacrifice that our military makes every single day and the loss of those Americans and Marines and sailor and Army personnel is tragic. As I said yesterday, and Prime Minister and I have talked about it slightly, it's, he's a military man, gone to war, lost a friend. Uh, 
You know, losing uh, a son, a daughter, a husband, a wife is uh, like being sucked into a big black hole in the middle of your chest. You don't think there's any way out. Wonder what's happening. So my heart goes out. Our hearts go out to all those who we've lost. But look, um, the mission there being performed is dangerous, and it's uh, now it's come with a significant loss of American personnel. And uh, but it's a worthy mission because they continue to evacuate. Uh, folks out of that region, out of the airport, evacuated more than 12,000 additional people out of the airport in the last uh, 24 hours. I met with my commanders this morning, first thing in the morning, got a detailed briefing about yesterday's attacks and the measures they're taking to protect our forces and complete the mission. And we will complete the mission. Now, I'm not going to take any questions because of the prime minister being here on Afghanistan now, but will be available at another time. You know, this whole business, folks, and again, that was um, that was, in fact, President Biden just a short time ago. As he's uh, and again, sitting there with the mask and the whole thing of uh, it just doesn't exert a lot of. um, Oh, wow. Now we're starting to see some of the people that passed away. First U.S. service member who died in Kabul, identified as Navy medic Max Sovic. And he seems like, oh, wow. Folks, this is going to be brutal as we learn the 13 Americans. Um, early 20s. Um, he graduated from Edison High School in New Jersey, which released a statement about his death. He's a good student, active in sports, other activities. So he was killed, and we're going to now uh, tragically learn about the rest of them that were over there. And folks attempting to think of that. They were there to try to rescue other people because of this very poorly planned pullout. That's what it is in a retreat. And how about, you know, Congressman, I said it yesterday and posted it on the Facebook page. Congressman Cicilline, you know, this is another example why we need to just get out of there. That this whole thing now all could have been avoided with a much better plan right now at 1252 on this Friday. And remember, we go until two o'clock, folks. It's John DePietro. This portion of the show is brought to my brother's disposal. Now, uh, Call them today, 401-688-0517. What do they offer? A roll-off dumpster. Uh, get a purple dumpster for your driveway. Brother's disposal. Come on, brother. Maybe you want to do clean out your garage or your basement, some unwanted belongings. Brother's disposal. Or maybe you're doing a small household construction project. Brother's disposal. Call them. They'll deliver a dumpster right to your driveway. 401-688-0517. And if you're moving... Don't just move. You know, there are some people that I've spoken to. Sometimes they've moved like more than once, one or two times, and they're taking all of these unwanted belongings with them. Listen, Aunt Emma gave you and left you her tea set. You never took it out of the box. You've had it for 15 or 20 years. 
Maybe it belongs inside of a purple dumpster. From Brother's Disposal. And they're now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today, 401-688-0517. You can also find them on Facebook. Come on, Brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. Good morning, Brother. 401-688-0517. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And, uh, and this news is, is uh, it's brutal and it's painful. And the, the largest single attack um, and the loss of life of the Americans who did not have to lose their lives. And, and, and not only that, but the more we learn about it, um, grief and desperation in Kabul as Afghans pressed to get out after the attack. Whew, death toll put at 170. Airport appears largely locked down. Hundreds of thousands desperate for an escape remain in Afghanistan. Few seem to be getting to the airport gates on Friday. Armed militants kept crowds farther away from the entrances. Guarding checkpoints with trucks and Taliban guards said all gates are closed. ISIS claim responsibility for the attack, which Afghan officials said killed as many as 170. And, of course, 13 U.S. troops among the dead. (sighs) President Biden's decision to end the war was meant to avoid more U.S. casualties. Thursday was a deadly day. Amid Afghan chaos, a CIA mission that will persist for years... The spy agency had plans to de-emphasize counterterrorism operations to focus on rising global powers. Those plans were upended. Oh, my God. But why are, why, why do we have it that, that we're relying, the Taliban is guarding the checkpoints? And folks, not only that, we gave them our equipment, $80 billion worth of equipment. They didn't have an Air Force we left behind because we were giving the Afghan army. We now gave the Taliban over 230 U.S. fighter jets. Now they have the airports. Now they are now considered the largest terror threat best equipped in the entire world because we left all that equipment behind. I mean, there's just no excuse for this. And it's not even over yet. How many more Americans are going to lose their life? You know, there's, there's one other note that I, I did want to mention that has nothing to do with this, but it is important. The Supreme Court has ended President Biden's eviction moratorium. Ruling puts hundreds of thousands at risk of being put out of their homes. Folks, there's so many people we've learned that the moment that the CDC and President Biden, had no, they had no business getting involved with landlords. And there's a lot of people, as soon as they announced that there was a moratorium on evictions, they stopped paying their rent. And that's wrong. And that should not be allowed to continue. So the Supreme Court, at the least, weighed in and said, like, enough of this. This is not going to continue in this manner. So we have the first serviceman that has died, young guy from New Jersey. And as they've talked about it, ugh, these families. I'll also play next hour a gold star father to Joe Biden. You are culpable 
buck stops at your desk. Stop blaming other people. Um, when Biden goes to Q&A, sounds soft and timid. Everyone looks and sounded defeated. I, I mean, it is just thousands of ISIS-K prisoners were released after the withdrawal. Folks, they're now saying that they have more that were just released of suicide bombers ready to go. Uh, Biden wearing his mask. He's vaccinated. Person with him is vaccinated. Um, this is just disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful what is happening, folks. All right, it's John DePietro. Again, we have another full hour to go. Right now, it is 12.58. Next hour, we're going to have the 1 o'clock news. A lot more to get to. I will give you the latest, by the way, on Governor McKee and his chief of staff, Tony Silva, who I believe is, is um, he's got some problems. By all accounts, I think he's got some legal problems. I don't think they're going to go away. Uh, Governor McKee is allowing him to stay on. I think that is a mistake. Hey, I want to remind you, at our website, depetro.com, we have some great sponsors, and one of them is Allstate Lock. Remember, experts in locking systems, building security, residential, commercial, car key security cameras, online at allstatelock.com. Or call them at 401-349-0042. So it's 1259. Folks, it's John DePietro. Next hour, the power hour. We're going to be the latest on McKee, the latest on Biden. More details coming out as they are expecting another attack. So we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour is radio only. You can listen at AM 1380, 99.9 FM or online at DePietro.com. Right now, stay tuned for the 1 o'clock news.